When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Adjacent... You're listening to the Sports Adjacent. Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today. Adjacent. With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network. We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent. Russ, have you looked at the ratings and reviews that we've gotten on this so far on iTunes? Yeah, we've been doing really well. We have. Um, Which is awesome. The last time I checked, we had mid-30s like reviews. 35, I checked today, 35. Um, Conan O'Brien has like 40,000, so we have a little bit ways to go. But 35 is good. I noticed uh, 34 of those gave us five stars, which is great. But one person gave us one (laughs) star. Most of the commenters, by the way, there's Tony. Most of the commenters love Tony most of all, it seems. But uh, who would... I'm kind of mystified by somebody logging on and going to the effort to even give a one star rating. Yeah. So uh, this, we touched on this a little, a couple pods ago and it was, so it's been around for a while, but thinking it's still there. It won't go away. Who, what bears fan hates you enough to give (laughs) our podcast a one star rating on iTunes. There could be lots of them. Tony, we haven't even started the show yet. Too early. Turn that, that bull off, Tony. It's too early in the pod. <laughs> oh my gosh. This was the, oh. we hadn't even reset. <laughs> Everything's fine. That's okay. Things are going to be okay. Why do they like him so much? This dude is insane. We don't, we might need to fire Tony for like 10 minutes. <laughs> well, yes. Only for 10. We can't. Tony, you know not to do this. You know we hadn't done our. Re- he, Tony. <laughs> I'm trying to decide if I want to keep this I, or not. We gave him license to do this. Welcome to the uh I don't even know what I should do now. Welcome no, to Sports Adjacent. We're gonna roll with it. We're, the show has started obviously because Tony's using our our stinger and our imaging before we've even opened the show. We didn't get 30 seconds into our podcast, and here comes Tony with the foolishness. We told him to do these whenever he wants, but I, I thought it went without saying not to do it during the cold open before the show's really even started. Hey man, we have to, to we have to put the 
we got to put the child locks on Tony. So oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> I think we need to do that. Russ, everything's fine. Don't, I don't okay. want to alarm you about the Chicago bears. Everything's fine. But after last season was supposedly saved by Matt Nagy, giving up play calling, he's taken it back in 2021. That's, that's, that's what we expected. Like, I really don't know. You sound so sad. You never sound sad, but you sound so sad just now. Yeah. That's, that's what uh, the beloved make me do. Uh, yeah. I, I expect nothing less from your Chicago bears. What people need to understand about Russ is that he is a, he really, really is a fan of the bears. He really cares about the bears and they just, they just drain him. Yeah, the, not, the rest of Chicago too, <laughs> not just me. I'm, <laughs> I'm just a, a a a microcosm of the fan base, where it's just like I don't know what they want from us at this point. Like they continue to sit there and say all the cliche. If I hear Ryan Pace say "fired up" one more time, I'm I'm gonna throw things. Too far, there you go. man. That, that's not fair because the one thing he does have is a great voice and great hair. Welcome to Sports Adjacent. I'm Jason Leisure with Russ Dorsey. Tony Gill is uh, haphazardly producing this show, which is right. He had a good run going. Like he had everything was going great. We have a month's worth of pods, and Tony was killing it. And then he episode five. He's just like, nah, screw all. Do you think he was screw all the love? Premeditated, Russ. Do you think he was sitting there like, I got it, I got it. Like like all day. If you ran into Tony at lunch, he was just kind of (laughs) like. No, I will be I, like, why are you giggling, Tony? What are you? I know how about? Tony's like, mind I works. Tell you. I know how Tony's mind works, and if he can cause chaos, he's gonna cause chaos. Like yeah. best believe. Well, it's done. He he did. Uh, Sports adjacent is brought to you by our friends at Obvious Shirts. Been with us since the beginning. They have. This they're awesome. A big week for Obvious Shirts. Uh, Jake Arietta, Cubs. Veteran right-hander gave a big shout out to our guy, Joe, this week. Um, he was wearing a shirt that Joe made for him. Joe calls him the founder because Joe was a big Jake Arietta fan. Um, and then Joe started obvious shirts and it's a really cool story. And Jake gave a, like a really long heartfelt answer on why he was wearing the shirt, what that shirt meant to him. So shout out to our guy, Joe, uh, that meant a lot to him. I sent him the video and, you know, he's, he's, People, people really around the city of Chicago and around the country really love Joe and the company that he's built. And we're honored that he wanted to sponsor this crazy ass thing we call a podcast. And not uh, only is he sponsoring it, Russ, not only is he making it as obvious shirts, making this podcast available to you at no cost whatsoever, but they're also right. giving you a little bit if you use promo code adjacent 10. And I was just looking on there. Uh, they have four different shirts for Cubs for opening day for kind of the beginning of baseball season. Mm-hmm. They've got one that says essentially filling the bleachers. One that says baseball is back. One that says safely at the ballpark right now. And one that says, get out, stay safe. And uh, 100% of the proceeds for that, by the way, goes to the advocate Aurora health COVID-19 relief fund. So a, a great company They make good stuff. They do good stuff. Uh, we're really proud to be in business with obvious shirts. A little birdie told me that, Sports adjacent will have merch that will soon be available on obviousshirts.com. So stay tuned. All the shirts just say Russ. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'd rather them say Russ than Tony after he, if, but maybe before he screwed up the start of the pod and maybe they would have would allowed that, but now absolutely not. You guys we know where some- the money's at. You guys know where the money's at. <laughs> 
We got some other. Tony, you'll have a shirt in there. Don't believe. We got some other feedback this week, uh, more in the form of a tweet, but we'll get to that in a minute. Russ is uh, itching to talk about that, but I'm going to waste a little more time here first. Um, Russ, do you leave reviews and ratings on anything on podcasts, Yelp, other Amazon, any of that? No, you know, back in the day, I'm like, that's dumb. But as I've grown into adulthood, it's like, no, I don't want what happened to me to happen to somebody else if it wasn't Mm. good. You know, so I think it's as a good person, you should leave a review. Hey, this company did this and they didn't treat me with respect. And uh, if you could avoid this place, I would avoid that place. So, yeah, I, I think that would be the responsible thing to do. It's helpful. My wife reads the reviews on everything before she buys it. And it, it's usually pretty informative. Um, one thing, like as far as it goes, as far as customer service complaints go, I'm always concerned that it's going to cost somebody their job. And I never want that to happen to even if somebody I'm really mad at, I don't want that to happen to them. So I'm always careful about that. Find but I do. Job. What, Tony? They'll find another job, Jason. Okay. Heartless Tony Gill uh, interrupting. <laughs> I Here's the thing. Tony, You're doing great, Tony. The, this is the thing about the reviews. If it's an issue where it's just like we can rectify it in person, I won't leave that negative review. If it's something where it's like, no, this is going to continue to happen after I leave. That's when you leave the review. Like if you feel like other people are going to be affected by this and it's going to continually be an issue for this business. That's when it's important to leave the review. But yeah, for the most part, I can go without leaving a review. I leave nice reviews if I'm like blown away by service yes. or that I, I'm all for that. I've done that before. I usually, usually people I would imagine don't leave reviews or, or customer service comments or anything unless they're negative. I would imagine that if everything's going well, you don't even really think about anything like that. But I do feel like companies that I do a lot with like Hilton hotels, for example, I'm going to stay some years, a hundred plus nights in your hotels. And so we kind of have a business relationship and I don't expect it to be perfect every time, but if it's ever really far from perfect and I, I stay a hundred something nights, you probably should make that right. Let's right. But, it, but I only want to do that if I can do it without having to mention somebody's name or a specific issue that's going to get an individual in, in trouble. Absolutely. No, I think that's for what we, especially for what we do. Yeah. You're, if we're going to be at a place where we're going to the business that often, it's important to, to get things right. But sometimes people who are trying to be quote unquote helpful. Here we go. go well, Russ, you did a really good job, like pretending to go along with that segment until you could get <laughs> to what you wanted to talk about. Go ahead, man. Go ahead. Russ is, I would say, all right, let me, let me, uh, let me take the audience through this with you a little bit. We haven't talked about this uh, at all. So this will be this will be a real conversation. This will be interesting. Russ and I might not totally agree on this, and that could be good. Tony, just stay out of it, would you please? Uh, all right. I want to know not just what happened, because not everybody who listens probably is aware of what happened Friday with you on Twitter. But <laughs> like, tell me what you were enjoying before that happened. Where Set the scene for me. Where were you? What's going on? And then show me how you tell me how you came across this uh, constructive criticism that you got. 
All right. No, see, here's the thing. I it's no, it, it's not like I enjoyed this. Like I was chilling, Jason. I was informing people about our pods. I was putting out um, the video clips that we put out to promo the podcast. It's probably the one about Tony being foolish or and, and causing ruckus on the pod. Put it out. I said, hey, the pod has been doing really well. Check out this latest clip, blah, blah, blah. And this guy comes out of nowhere and says, quote, stop saying pod. It's podcast. Abroad is not a broadcast. Do it right or not at all. Dude's name is Marcus Couch. Okay. And so I'm at home. I'm chilling. And I'm like, I am battling with like, all right, do I care about what Marcus Couch thinks about what a podcast <laughs> is called. And this is the moment where you and I diverge on different paths. <laughs> so I I go on, I click on his Twitter and he calls himself like a, a, a podcasting phenom, audio okay. guru, guru, like all these different things, right? right? And I'm just like, nah, man, I'm not gonna let this dude talk to us like that. Cause then talk I- Talk to I, you I, like that. No, let's see. No, because I'm not. Def- you were defending me. I was defending our podcast. Like, you I'm don't. Your honor, I, are you mad yeah. that I didn't get in on this, too? And, and no, back you no, up? No, no, no. OK, no, it was fine. Like, I, I'm a big boy, Jason. I, can I know. Handle. I know. But we're like we're we're partners in this and we're friends beyond that. No, absolutely. I was more annoyed that a word that's used to describe podcasts all over the world pissed Marcus Couch off so much. For me promoing our pod that he decided screw russ dorsey i'm gonna leave this comment under his post and so after he says that i say who the f are you the podcast police i gotta get i gotta sponsor off one episode another on the way others making calls so clearly i know what the hell i'm doing and if i wanted podcasting advice i wouldn't be getting from some random dude on twitter and, I, and then you let it go and went about on your way. Right, Russ? I was willing to do that. Almost. That was the plan, Jason. Like, I wasn't this. I wasn't trying to get in no Twitter beef. Like, people, I get in enough of that already. <laughs> Things that, and and here's the common denominator are all these little Twitter spats that I run into from time to time. Yes. I don't call them. I'm just living <laughs> life. Living I'm not my the fire. Life. I'm just the gasoline. <laughs> a good way to put it <laughs> probably a good way I, to put it he he picked the wrong of the two co-hosts to go after about that i would say because at this point this is when i text you and tony and say yo podcast police is on our asses and you said yeah i'm not getting involved in this <laughs> at all did, did i actually I, say that i, I was thinking was, it i don't I remember your if response I said your response was uh good luck with that i think i t- i know remember what i texted now i texted have fun because i knew that you would yeah and then you did I will see. Here's the thing. I was like you said, I was willing to let it go. I was willing to let it go. And then the dude comes back and starts cursing me out. (laughs) He starts cursing me out over something so small. And so then I say, after I say who and I didn't swear either, you know, I kept it PG-13. I said, who TF are you? Right. You know, because I know there's kids that follow me and I'm trying to keep it family friendly as much as possible. 
And so this is this is what kind of took me to the next level. Like, this is why I had to continue to respond. This is why this guy has lived rent free in your head for five days now. No, it's just we're talking about it. We haven't talked about it in person since it happened. So Marcus Couch, podcasting pioneer, says, I'm someone who pioneered podcasting since 2004. You want to look like a cover your ears, kids, a dumb fuck. Be my guest. Congrats on your single sponsor. I made millions before you knew what a podcast was. I never saw that tweet, actually. I this is the first time hearing of that one because I did look at this, but I never saw that. That yeah. that that does cross a line. You know what I'm saying? Like I what this wasn't. I think yeah. he was wrong from the beginning, but I wasn't swearing at the guy. I just asked, "What are you, the podcast police?" And here he comes swearing, talking about he made millions off podcasts before I knew what a podcast was. Tony, and can so, we get him on? He's going to be so excited to hear that we did a whole segment on him. Can we get Marcus Couch on? Uh, you want to book him as a guest? Should we have more? <laughs> oh, oh, he clearly wants a platform to talk about this. Uh, well, I didn't got one. Go and ahead. So, <laughs> this is the last time we talked about Marcus Couch. Best believe that. So <laughs> when people are, are now seeing this and going through his his Twitter and a friend of mine is like, yo, if you ever on Twitter call it a pod, he like that's his thing. That's his like uh, his kink is going on and finding people who say pod and giving them these speeches about how it's called a podcast and not a pod. Like that's his thing. So I wasn't I didn't care enough to go through his whole Twitter. I'm just going to tell him he's an idiot uh, and go about <laughs> go about my business. So after he goes through that whole thing about he made millions on podcasts, I just I, I'm laughing while I'm responding and I say, You've made millions and yet you're on Twitter bitching about the difference between calling it a pod or a podcast. Get a life, dude. And I thought it was done because he didn't respond. He, I think he said, I, I'll go do that then. But a dude talking about he made millions of dollars will not be. Maybe he did. Maybe he did. I don't know. And, and be on Twitter yelling at me about calling something a pod. What if he did? That's crazy if he did. You know, he he's just crazy. You can stop it. He's crazy. We do that. <laughs> Somebody killed him too in the comments. Yeah, people. Oh, I imagine him. a lot of people did. I imagine yeah, that they, Russ uh, Russ turned a blowtorch on him here on social media. They found uh, the, whole, the homies came through. Yeah, they they uh, definitely came through. They came except for me. Yeah, except for Grace. Except for me. You know what? You know it's effed up. My partner in Sports Adjacent LLC stayed out, and here come Tony who's we have on retainer comes in is like, yo, it ain't even a serious fam. No, he said, it ain't even a serious family or a fam, or should I say family? And I'm like, good job, Tony, coming to the defense of your, your you just said like 30 <laughs> seconds ago, you weren't mad about this. And now you're mad about this. I'm mad at you. Yeah. That's what I mean. You said you weren't mad at me for staying out of it. And now you are. I'm doing this for content, but the funniest <laughs> of all these things, and, and we're going to let this go. So, after about 20 minutes and after this dude, Marcus Couch, who I've never met before. Oh, you don't. Oh, out. you don't say, Russ, really? Curses you guys don't go out. to the same church or, or the same Starbucks or you're not friends. Listen, this was a new friend for you. No, no, we are definitely not friends. Maybe someday you will be and you guys will have a big laugh over this. Yuck. <laughs> friends with Marcus Couch. And so he says, I apologize to Russ Dorsey one. Well, that's nice. out as a fun as a fun, uh, what started out as a fun, that's what he said. That's that tells you this guy is not a podcasting pioneer. Started out as a fun. 
What if he's better at talking than he is at typing? What started out as a fun was quickly escalated into insult wars. That's not my nature. I am sorry about that. Enjoy your weekend. And I look at that and I just post the uh, the Oprah gift from the Prince Harry and Meghan Markle interview where she's just like, you know what? With both of their hands up looking away. So I'm like, you know, Marcus Couch, go away. And he went away. All that being said, I think we should send him a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Russ is so mad. Russ, here's what I here's what I think about this. OK, OK. And I want to preface this by saying that not only are we friends, but I have a lot of respect for you. Here it comes. I No, that's what I, I that's honestly how I feel. And first and foremost, number one, you are a free American and you should use your Twitter account however you want to say whatever you want. And if you want to do this, go nuts. Seriously, do it. I got no problem with anybody spouting off however they want on Twitter. I would say, though, that like. I, I felt like this is beneath you and not that Marcus Couch as a person doesn't matter, but he doesn't matter to you. I, I'm surprised that this bothered you like it did. We've had this conversation before and for our listeners, I'm letting you in on a conversation Jason and I have often because as Jason knows, people kind of come at me at Twitter for random things from time to time, whether it's no, baseball, no, no. Let's, no, no, let's just say it. Let's just say it. We've talked about this a lot. Yeah. When you, when you get blowback on Twitter, mm-hmm. it's a lot different than when I do. Cause yeah. I, I get blowback for people that hate me and hate what I write and whatever, but I never for a second think, and I'm not saying that's what happened in this case necessarily. We don't know, but I don't live with this undercurrent on Twitter of maybe this person is tweeting negativity at me because of the color of my skin. I don't, I don't have that. You encounter that. I would imagine it's exhausting from, yeah, it is. It is. And it's one of those things that you kind of know going into being in our business. Like it's going to happen when you're somebody like me that I, it's my personality. You can't talk to me any type of way, which is one of the reasons I, me and Marcus Couch got into this Twitter spat because I was going to let it go after the first thing that I sent him. But you're not going to swear at me after I didn't swear at you. I didn't think it needed to escalate to that level. And so that's and as we've talked about before, like the only reason I I usually respond to these things is because you're not going to talk to me any type of way. Like I just wasn't brought up that way. Um, And so, yeah, that's it's kind of just the way I am. But I think part of it is you're not going to talk to me that way. I know you're going to feel comfortable to talk to other people like that. And so. If it stops with me because I make you look like an idiot on Twitter and here are 12,000 of my friends who also tell you you're an idiot, I think it's worth it sometimes. Sometimes I got stuff to do so I can, like I only respond to maybe 7% of the bull that I get from time to time. I hear you. Those are valid points. I understand that. I think if he had tweeted that at me, it would be probably... 50% 50% chance I wouldn't have even seen it. 40% chance I would have seen it and brushed off, brushed it off. And maybe like a 10% chance that I would have reacted to it. Only though, if I think I could have made something funny out of it, like when I, like I texted you, what did I text you about this in the end? Oh, that, uh, what did you say? That this pod is going to put my chill through Kyle. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. They will. It if, will. I tweet, if I would have been quick thinking enough to tweet that, that would have been kind of funny. Maybe. It was just like, <laughs> I 
I was just promoing our podcast. Like I was just, I know you're just minding your own business trying to, I get you, man. I get you. Marcus counts the podcast. It reminded me a a tiny bit of the Kevin Durant story from a week ago with Michael Rappaport, where I, my first thought was, and I know there are other layers to this, but my first thought was, why does Kevin Durant even care what Michael Rappaport says? Why would he even care for a second? What that guy says? Yeah, it's and yeah, that's that's weird because Mike Rappaport has he this is like a weird basketball fan and it's yeah, it's weird. But yeah, I'm willing to let this go now. Like I'm done. (laughs) I talked about it. There's nothing left to let go, man. It's like ash. It's just you scorched him. No, but I'm just saying we've never Twitter account is like the end of the Avengers where they all just like turn to dust. Yeah, when you when you start deleting tweets as the spat is going on, you know you lost. So that's what he did. And so this was our this is the first time talking about it as a collective. So now we're good. I don't have any problem with what you did, even though it's not what I would have done. I don't have any problem with I don't have any I'm not sitting here like objecting to what you did. And the point that you made about preventing this from continuing is very valid. Yo, it's Russ Dorsey. Gentlemen, listen, it's time to take care of yourself. Gone are the days where you smelling like corn chips and feet. Those days are done. That's where my friends over at Manscaped come in. They're going to get you right, and they're going to get you smelling right, too. The Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer is specially designed to help keep you from any unwanted nicks and cuts while you're taking care of business. The best part? You can get 20% off and free shipping over at Manscaped.com by using promo code LOHO. That's promo code L-O-H-O. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Um, Russ is not the only one mixing it up on social media lately. Paul Pierce has gotten himself in the news. This is going to be a perfect time for Ask a Young Person again. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, what? I don't want to get fired from my job either, so let's let's not ask a young person. <laughs> let's, let's just, this young person? <laughs> Tony. Tony's yeah. not scared to get fired. Like, Tony's yeah, bulletproof. Um, <laughs> All right. Pop. Tony, tell, tell her, Tony's a basketball reporter. Let's have Tony lay this out for people. Yeah, Tony, you tell lay us. it out for the fine folks. Right. Gather around, gather your families around the uh, the iPhone or the Bluetooth or whatever you listen to sports adjacent on. And we're so glad that you do and that you subscribe and download this every week. Every Thursday morning, you can get sports adjacent. Gather your children. It's story time with Uncle Tony. It's time for your favorite game. I thought he had made some new imaging or something. Tony, that's not what we're doing right now. Right, you're not doing that. Actually, young person. I'm a young person though. No, he's the young person. No, so. but we want you to lay out the Paul Pierce story, and you oh. played Ask a Young Person. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. That's just any time. Okay, let me clarify something here, Tony. <laughs> y- yes, you are younger than I am. Correct, but that doesn't mean every single time I ask you a question, mm-hmm. it's Ask a Young Person time. Mm-hmm. Technically, literally, that is asking a young person for me. But, yeah, but we're, I mean, but we're not doing that bit. I just want you to lay out the Paul Pierce story. This is mm, Ross. You got to talk to him. All right. You know what? At this point, I'm just going to start it because you two can't figure this thing out. So Paul, oh, Pierce. thank God. No, don't, don't, don't drag me into this. So Paul Pierce was uh, two. What do you mean? They called it. They called it parted ways from ESPN. Uh, he was fired from ESPN after uh, Paul went on his 
Instagram Live, which for those like Jason probably aren't aware, you can live stream your whereabouts, your activities on your Instagram for all of your followers to see. Do you do that a lot? I've never Instagram Live anything. I have Instagram. Instagram Live is part of Instagram. I can just do that from my Instagram. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Go on. Tony, what he's doing right now is what you should have done, by the way. (laughs) Fuck your ass on a young person. (laughs) In fairness, in fairness, you you could have just lobbed it to your co-host, but it's all good. I wanted him to lay it out there for you and then you could tee off on it. I get you. Um, So the truth, uh, one of basketball's greatest basketball players ever was on his IG live with the, the young strippers throwing that thing in the background. And Paul is on his IG live going crazy. IG and all you saw is ass in the background drinking smoking strippers yeah and so they was they was he had the nominees over there tossing it and it was off over for the world to see i will say you know when you've gained the wealth that paul pierce has made and you've retired for the nba uh and you're somebody who's borderline hall of famer probably going to get in the hall of fame soon listen you're an adult. You're allowed to do what you want with your wealth. However, when you're represented by a company that's owned by Disney, yeah, you can't really have the strippers throwing ass in the background. Now, a lot of people would say you should be allowed. That's your right as an adult. And what you do in the privacy of your own home is your business. I would agree with all those things. That's true. Except for the fact that it was live streamed on his Instagram live. Therefore, his bosses saw it. And at that point, his ass was fired by noon the next day. What you do in the publicity of everyone's home is not necessarily protected. I feel like when I read this story and I did not see that actual video, I only saw Paul Pierce's reaction video to this. Tony, can you get that ready, please? Uh, This is what I expected Paul Pierce was probably doing in his free time. Nothing about this is surprising to me. What was strippers throwing ass? Yeah, I thought he'd be having all kinds of fun like that. It's a, the problem is, why does he or anyone else feel the need to live their life out publicly on social media? That That is uh, the, the era of life that we, we live in the social media era where everybody feels the need to show everybody else what they're doing. There's a deeper thing behind that. That's another pod we can get into at some point. But you know who's somebody who was really upset by this? Young Tony Gill, <laughs> when oh. Paul Pierce got fired, Tony was Tony was outraged on Twitter by what ESPN did. Tony, tell me what was going through your mind after you saw that the truth had gotten fired. Uh, well, once I saw that, like I, I actually saw the Instagram, I saw the video, mm-hmm. uh, and I was like, oh, okay, Paul Pierce living it up, giving us a sneak peek into what NBA players do. I mean. I think the only crime is he peeled back the curtain on what really goes down in, you know, in a professional athletes, you know, free time. Like, I mean, maybe that's a crime that he showed you too much of the real, but come on now. Like it, it was not, everything he was doing was perfectly safe, was perfectly legal. All mm-hmm. the adult, consenting adults. He even interviewed one of the, uh, the young entrepreneurs 
Oh, so you watched this whole thing, huh? Oh, yeah. Tony, Tony, there, Tony watched this like it was a documentary. Tony was an Edzo for 40 yeah, They were doing interviews, you know, telling their life yeah. stories. It was really yeah, great. Was... Hey, where, where are you from? He's like, Istanbul. Ah, Turkey. I mean, a lot. Of, I, I guarantee you, everybody didn't know Istanbul it was, was in Turkey. Did you? I did, actually. Okay, all right. You know why I expect Tony to take this stance? Because this was the same guy that in the library, what we talked about a couple weeks ago, was yes. his favorite sections of the library were where the sports section and the sex section met. Oh, this is and a perfect is intersection right for him. Yeah, you know, this, this, is, this is one of the greatest basketball players of all time and strippers uh, making it clap together in one bullseye. place. So Tony, you know, I think that's why Tony was. And, yeah, and I thought for the reason that they laid out was it was immoral. Is that what they said? Yeah, that's 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 the quote that I'm saying is it was immoral act immoral activity. And I was like, that is pretty hypocritical of you, Disney, that you are constantly promoting women empowerment with your Disney princesses and mm -hmm. you know stuff like that. And you have these wonderful entrepreneurs. Yeah, Demi let's, let's, keep, let's keep it about they did demeaning sex work here. Demeaning right? sex work, yes. Right. They it, it they're demeaning their entire craft. Mm -hmm. And not, that's not women empowerment. You're actually demeaning women empowerment. You're making a joke out of empower, uh, uh, of, of women empowerment. Mm -hmm. So I just thought it was just crazy that he was fired for this. Maybe a suspension on, on off the jump for a couple episodes. Yeah. But come on now. Like, I mean, Greg. Firing does seem like a lot. Russ, do you want to hear Paul Pierce's reaction to this? Oh, yeah. Let's let's hear the truth. Let's see what Tony? the truth has to say. You're going to love this. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> uh, that's a great response from Paul Pierce. I, I feel like the video he posted uh, that got him in trouble was real. And that one uh, that we just heard was staged. Definitely I feel like he I feel like he did eight. seven or eight takes of that yep. laugh till he got just the right one to tweet out. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I do. I do want to say. One of the things that this took me to is, you know, how even as a professional athlete, once you have that four letter brand behind you, your yeah. entire behavior has to change on social. Like think of all the people we know and love that work at ESPN. Yeah. Look at their behavior on their socials. It is not who they are in person. You know what I'm saying? So they, they're held to a, a super high standard of what they can and can do, can and can't talk about on their platforms. Think about Woj. Woj got suspended. Woj is the super of super reporters. And Woj got suspended. This is basketball's For something political, wasn't it? Yeah. He was telling the guy, I think he's told the dude to shut the shut the fuck up or something um, during all the stuff leading up to, to the presidential campaign. But and and he got suspended for that. So, you know, ESPN is is really tight about how they do things. And if there's something that they have a lot of at ESPN, it's former players to do commentary. And I yeah. think it is a situation for Paul Pierce where it's like, eh, Paul Pierce, you're not even that great at this job anyway. And we have somebody who, who can fill your spot. So bye. And that's my thing, Russ, is he was awful at TV. Yeah. He was awful person to go to to break down NBA games for he was terrible at his job right do you think it was that do you think it was just an easy I think out it was more if he was just terrible at his it job was an easy out to get rid of a guy yeah. that wasn't really was that like, great on TV you, 
right. If you don't want him, just say, hey, we we don't think this is working out. And then do that. Don't hide behind this. Like, that's that's weak. No, it's super scary. Especially since, like, there's been a not at this company, per se, uh, at Disney. But there was a precedent set already with Greg Anthony, who got arrested for picking up prostitutes. He still has a job at the same company. And you're going to fire Paul Pierce over this? Like, it, this is weird. It's so easy for them to find another one, though. I mean, Amari Stoudemire retires. Sean Marion retires. LaMarcus Aldridge will be in Mello, that seat Mello in a year retires in a couple of years. You know what? It's, all, not, it's not hard to find a replacement for them. They all smoke weed, and they all hit up strippers. All right, don't, don't, then they shouldn't report when James Harden goes visit the strip club. or lemon pepper wings never talk or about lou williams, williams and lemon pepper wings like, again don't i agree fair. if you're that's if fair. you're a a child friendly place and not a journalistic place and not you know a credit if you just want to do the fun then stick to that then stick to sports save big on brunch for mom all in the kroger app get 16 ounce packs of flavorful angus 90 lean ground sirloin for 4.99 each with a digital coupon then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious coca-cola pepsi or seven up all with your card Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. How about that? <laughs> Listen, there's a reason some of their, their finest folk aren't over there no more. Then I'm going to leave it at that. Russ, I want to get into something, but I, can you hear how bad my voice is? No. Okay. I think you're okay. Because I know it's bad. I have been, I had such a bad weekend. I had a, probably the best way to describe it is hazardous weekend. Actually, some of it was fun, but I am still reeling from it several days later from being sick on Saturday. That's what this is, is that I was, I, something I ate, I got violently ill for like an hour. Jeez. And then I was good after that. And I've never had this happen before. My, my voice is still not totally come back from it. That's so first, cause I know people are probably concerned, not COVID, nothing like that. No, I mean, I haven't gotten actually sick in a year. Yeah. I haven't gotten in so much of a, as a cold. It's actually kind of nice. I don't mind that because of all the precautions that everybody's taking, but I, it was something I ate, man. I eat, I have eaten the same thing for lunch for like 10 years. I eat a kale and grilled chicken salad almost every single day for lunch. And every now and then I will throw in another meat. If we have another meat around the house, like just to, you know, for variety's sake with the chicken. And there was some pork pot roast left in the fridge. And you might be thinking pork doesn't belong on a salad and you would be correct. It has no place on a salad. Those things are basically antonyms, pork and salad. But sometimes right. I go to I go to Chipotle, for example, I get the salad and I get half chicken, half pork because the pork tastes so good. I know it's not. I know it's ridiculous to put pork on the salad. Carnitas. What was that? Carnitas. Yes. Well, that's is that the pork? Yeah. OK. Yeah. Russ is a Spanish speaker and I appreciate that. Actually, everybody in Jason's family is a Spanish speaker. Exactly. <laughs> I can get by a little bit. You're right. Everyone else in my house, all the lovely women in your household speak Spanish. You need to step your game up, sir. But that's besides the point. It, nothing smelled bad, but 
I've come to find out later that pot roast, that pork had been in there for multiple weeks, plural. Dude. And that might've been what did it. And I'm telling you, I've never, I, I don't want to get into the details. I don't want to get too graphic for people. I wouldn't mind, but I think you probably wouldn't want to listen to it, but this is what I sound like after two days. I've spent two days doing everything I can to try to get my voice ready for this. I stole the humidifier out of my kid's room and put it on the nightstand next to my bed the last two nights to try to help with that. I've been drinking green tea like crazy. Um, I'm still like sore from it in my, in my chest. It was brutal, man. Dude. I've never heard of food poisoning, taking somebody's voice away. Well, when it was happening, let's just call it happening. uh, (laughs) My kids were in the basement they thought I was yelling at about something. (laughs) And I, I actually like, I don't know if you can see this, on our, on our zoom call, I actually like burst a blood vessel in my eye over this. Jeez. It was, it was so physically violent going through this. That's uh that's pretty insane. But I, you did, when we were talking earlier before the pod, you did sound kind of under the weather. I'm like, dang, my guy's sick. But yeah. you, then I talked to you like an hour later and you were fine. So it's I weird. know it's the weirdest thing. I can't figure it out. I need, uh, I, I need to ask somebody like, what do you got to do? <laughs> what do you, what is, uh, what does Beyonce do when she has a sore throat, but she's got to sing that night, you know, because that's uh, that's the level of importance. I view our podcast for one, but for two, I have no, I have no idea like when it comes and goes for the last three days, there'll be part of the day where my voice is good. And part of it where it, you just couldn't, you could barely even make it out where I sound like a 70 year old man. Tea, you're doing tea, a uh, hot tea, lemon and honey. Uh, also, also gargling with, Warm salt water. Are you doing Yes. That? I saw all this on the Mayo Clinic website. Yep. <laughs> and, I did. Uh, I did. Cough drops. Cough that drops. might help. Yeah. I thought I thought you might hear that on the I might be like <laughs> like you know, you'd hear that too much on the podcast, you know. No, I don't want that. Yeah. Right. Is there a worse time to, to get sick than now? Yeah, yeah. Everybody thinks you're you're a leper yeah. at this point. Yeah. I, I sneeze a lot for some reason. And that makes me very unpopular in public settings over the past year. And it's not even like a, a symptom of Corona. No, it's like an allergy. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's not even on the list for it's one, just, but yeah. for two, it's probably just allergies or something. Did you know, Russ, that you can be, I don't know if allergic is the right word, but you can sneeze as a reaction to sunlight. That's, this, uh, that's odd. It affects a, it affects like, maybe 10% or less of the population. It's something genetic. You can look this up online. It has a funny acronym too. I wish I could remember it. Tony, see if you can look this up. It's called like sneeze, like sneeze or achu or something like that. They have a, an acronym for it, but I have that. So like, and it's not like this, you know, big problem in my life. It's just kind of a weird quirk that like, if I park my car and then get out of the car in the sunlight, I'll sneeze. But that man, people will give you some looks now. They do not like when you're sneezing at the grocery store or in the parking lot or anywhere. Yeah, that's kind of a, it's kind of wild. It's not really, but no, you find I, it, Tony. It's strange. Uh, in the medical world, ACHU is an acronym. Yes, that was stern, it. Stern, sternation disorder called autosomal dominant compelling. Oh boy. <laughs> How do we ask that from libraries um, to read something on an audio platform? For helio phlegmatic. Just stop. Just stop. Syndrome. Just stop. End of segment. <laughs>
We're good. This is your fault. This is your just fault. Drove that into a ditch. <laughs> hey, this is Jason Leisure. No matter which Chicago team you love most, Obvious Shirts has smart, funny, high quality shirts that look great. Spring is the perfect time to pick one out. Baseball season is underway. You've got Mother's Day and Father's Day coming up. And regardless of all that, it's finally T-shirt season after all these months of being inside, wearing hoodies and sweaters. That's why you need to hit up Obvious Shirts. It's Chicago owned and operated since 2015. Obvious Shirts is for fans by fans. Like I said, they have something for every team in town. My favorite one is the Baseball Needs More Tim Anderson's White Sox shirt. That one's cool, but you can pick out plenty of other ones. Bulls, Cubs, Illinois. They have tons of different options on there. Their unique and creative designs are going to make you stand out. Go to ObviousShirts.com and use promo code ADJACENT10. If you don't know how to spell adjacent, this is a really good time for you to learn. I'll spell it for you right now. A-D-J-A-C-E-N-T. And then add the number 10 at the end of that. It's all one word, adjacent 10, to receive 10% off next time you order at ObviousShirts.com. You should go get one right now. Obvious Shirts, words on shirts. Paul Pierce is not the only basketball analyst I'm tired of hearing from after the last few weeks, man, with the NCAA tournament, which for one, I'm glad it's over because I definitely had my fill of that. There was one good game the entire time and it was Gonzaga and UCLA the other night, mm-hmm. which by the way, Russ, while I was do, I was washing dishes while I was doing that and you're single, so you don't have this, but washing dishes when you live in a house with four other people is a project. And not usually one of my chores, but I was doing it that night. And then the, the hose for the sprayer in my sink broke. Yeah. It ruptured because it had been scraped against something. And so there's water leaking under my sink while this is going on. I did manage to see the end of the game, though, and that was fun. But Charles Barkley, as much as I like him on the NBA show, they've got to get him off the NCAA tournament. He rates. But he's terrible. But he terrible. rates. He never knows what he's talking about. I think that they put him on this about 10 years ago, and I don't blame him for doing it and taking the money. I would too. But from the first time they put him on this, I noticed he never knows what he's talking about. He's great on the NBA show on TNT. Um, But when he's talking about college basketball, he never, did you hear what he said the other day? I didn't trying to break. He was trying to break down. I think uh, Baylor and Gonzaga on Saturday. Tony, do you have the clip for this? Can you play this for us? I do. Do we have clearance for that or no? Uh, we will see. We don't know. Nah, we're not going to see. No, don't know. Okay. We let's not have get enough money as Can it you, is. you get us. Here suit. we go. Here, I got a workaround for this since, uh, since we enjoyed hearing Tony read medical documents. <laughs> and since Tony enjoys reading so much, Tony, why don't you read us the transcript of what Charles Barkley said? Uh, yes. Tony Gill does more reading. I said one thing coming into this tournament, the difference between Baylor and Gonzaga and these other teams, Houston got some Joes. All their team got is some Joes. <laughs> These are the only two guys that got gems and Joes. And that's what win games. A lot of teams got gems and gems. And gems. A lot of teams got Joes. Baylor and Gonzaga are the only two teams that got gems and Joes. I, I, my brain broke down reading. <laughs> oh, I liked that better than the actual clip. Russ, are you okay? The one of the did segments you follow that we're any have to, of that. 
Oh, the, that was terrible. But one of the things we need to add for next week is Tony reading things. We're going to do that. We can do. This more is how that. he talks. I read it exactly. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, that was a, yeah, that was yeah. a great job. That Tony. was a transcript. I enjoyed Tony reading that more than if he had played the actual clip. That was wonderful and nonsensical. <laughs> Here's the thing. Charles barely watches in basketball. So the idea that he's going to watch college basketball is kind of ridiculous. Of course, of course it so is. I, I really just, the guy rates if there's somebody who's, he might be the most popular analyst across any sport, you know, on TV right now. Uh, so listen, if I'm CBS, it's like, I don't care if he knows anything. We have three dudes that do, and we have Charles like in Charles rates. So I, I listen, it's, but here's the thing. I, I understand that you're tired of Charles. I'm also tired of one shining moment. I think it is the worst part of the NCAA Careful. tournament. I didn't even stick around to watch the end of it, to watch that part of it last night. Cause I just, I'm like, and just wasn't interested. And so I, on Twitter last night, I somebody was talking about how One Shining Moment wasn't a great song. You can tell him. You can say his name. It's fine. I'm not going to. All right. So a friend Is of it our, someone we know. Yeah. Shane Reardon. <laughs> shout from out the score. Shane, yeah, uh, from the score. score. Was saying that the One Shining Moment is a bad song. Under it, I replied and said, I'm glad that somebody said it. To which young Tony Gill chimes in. Tony, what did you tell the, the fine folks on, in the Twitter verse? Well, I uh, I saw the disrespect all right, from one chain, right? I'm like, all right, I'll give him a pass. He may not know the greatness of Luther Vandross. So, but when I see uh, young Mr. Russ Dorsey here validate that thought, I said, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Why, why am I seeing disrespect of the great Luther Vandross, RIP, rest his soul? He, he listen, can be great listen. without it being a great song. Tony, when do you ever listen to that song other than at the, at the end of the national Correct. championship game, you're out I, for a run, Tony. Listening to one shining moment, I think of it. No, I think when somebody no, wins something, I think this, of is ridiculous. This, this is their shining moment. This is just you being R. a contrarian, as, as, as a, one, as a black person, but as somebody who loves music as much as I do, especially RB, I have a place in my heart for the great, the late great Luther Vandross. All right. Knocks me off my feet. How's about a love won't let me wait. Come on now. I love Luther, but one shining moment is not Luther's finest work. And I, I'm okay with saying that. And never we're all tired much. of hearing it. Yes. Never too much. No, come on. And, and not only do I hate it, I hate when other people, I, I don't like it when Luther sings it. I hate it when other people sing it because other people ain't Luther. <laughs> so that's all I had to say, Tony. Like it's not Luther hate. It's just, it's not the song I run to to hear Luther. Came off at, hey man, Luther Vandross will not be disrespected. That's all. I don't know. I don't know what happened to me because I was so excited for the NCAA tournament, like I am pretty much every year. And then I was just worn out on it by the end. There was so much bad basketball. Charles Barkley didn't even really bother me. That's more amusing. There was, I got my fill of Jim Nance like forever. I, I've gotten enough Jim Nance. It's Jim Nance during the game, it's Jim Nance during the commercials. It's corny. It's not funny. It, I'm good on that. I didn't know there was a group of people that actually like don't like gymnasts like that. Like I Is there? found out it's a it's a oh, Tony. Tony's raising his hand. That's helpful to raise your hand on an audio platform, <laughs> on an audio Tony. platform. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yo, Tony is bodying the pie today. Like this so, is my best work. That's all I'm saying. This is my best work. I think I've there's done. some crazy stuff uh, about Jim Nance. And when I say crazy, I mean literally crazy. Russ, 
Did you know that until recently he had this tradition of giving his tie to a senior on one of the two national championship teams after the game or on the winning team? I think he would give them his tie as though that was something they want. Interesting. He stopped doing it because people started, people like me started making fun of it. Uh, He also, this is a fact about Jim Nance. You can look this up. He carries a picture of burnt toast in his wallet so that he can show it to his server and tell them that's what the toast needs to look like, or he sends it back. Yeah. um, Something I learned early on getting into sports media uh, business, a lot of these people in this business are weird as hell. So I would add that into the weird as hell column. Yeah. A lot of them are not us though. Jason, I have something for you. And it's really only because I want to hear Tony's intro for (laughs) one of our favorite new segments, Ask an Old Person. And now it's time for Ask an Old Person. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man? I love the young people. My question for you, Jason Leisure. Yes. In, in Ask an Old Person. Right. Do you understand the concept of ghosting? Okay, this is not what this segment was supposed to be. This was, segment was supposed to be me like teaching you how to fix a sink or something or how to use the lawnmower. And that you're, you're like quizzing me. I'm asking you. It, I'm asking, turned into a quiz. Ask a, an old person. Right, because I'm, I'm 37. You know right. what ghosting is. Is it like rate is ghosting like racing or something? Are we going to have to redo this now? Well, I'm the, here's my thing. It's like, is it like you and me pull up to a stoplight and then we rev our engines and I, I like, you know, blow you away. I've ghosted you. No, that's, okay. that's nowhere close. All right, to what but it, it was a reasonable guess. All right. Teach me. So ghosting is a phrase that has been commonly used in the last couple of years in the dating scene. Yeah. When two people are getting to know each other and then one person just says i'm good and never lets well, the other they don't say know. that it sounds like and never lets the other person know yeah. that they're out so they say i'm good to themselves not to the other person yes they're yeah. this they say nothing to the other person i'm good and say nothing to the other person okay all right and, and is this accepted is this stop. is this okay to do it i think it's pretty a pretty messed up thing to do for the pure fact that Two adults who should know how to communicate should just say, hey, this is not working out for me. Let's uh, let's just not do this anymore. I think that's a better way of going about it than eh, I'm good and I'm never going to tell this person. I think it's bad for a lot of different reasons. OK, and so this is this has happened to you or no? It's happened to me one time in my entire life. Recently or a long uh, time ago? Yeah, actually, it has happened. OK. To me which is strange. And I'm surprised that I'm saying this on my platform, but I am because, you know, if we're nothing, if not authentic on this, yeah, what are we going to do on here? So somebody that I had been getting to know for a little while, uh, we were having a great time together. Cool. We had shared a lot about each other. uh, Like having a great time. Like, this is not like, Oh, it went bad and never heard from the person again. You thought you were having a great time. It sounds like, but see, here's the thing. It's not like that. Like, both of us, like you, I'm not gonna go into in depth. Me and this person were having a great time. 
<laughs> so it sounds it, again, sounds like you were having a great time. No, it's not that I, I know you're being funny because you're funny man, Jason leisure, but no, like the two of us, we, I can show you the text messages. How much have, do you regret bringing this up, Russ? I don't like, I'm being honest. All right. Talk with my guys. All right. So, and so this, for other thousands of people to listen to. So this woman ghosted you. Yeah. And so we're, having, you thought everything's going great. Yeah. We, we were having a great time. And all of a sudden, I didn't hear from her anymore after the great time. And yeah. it's like, oh, that doesn't feel great. Right. And then you think, I think the reason that I think it's, I thought it's bad in general, but the reason that I don't think it's great in this situation, because it was just like, well, dang, did I do something? Did I say something? But it's, you think about like, I know how I treat women and I don't do or say anything that would lead to that. So it's kind of just like, uh, yeah, I, I don't. And then, so now you're in this constant battle of what happened, what happened, what happened. And I, I think for me, I'm very, uh, I, if, if we have an issue, let's talk about it. Like, let's figure out something, but I guess she, she was done with whatever we had going on. But let the boy know, you know what I'm saying? But she was having such a great time that she left without telling you. Once again, I'm sorry. You want me to be feel worse, worse, don't you? All right. Okay. (laughs) But like, I I mean, he's trying to be funny. He didn't even understand the concept, but he he hasn't figured out. No, Jason, it's not. It wasn't just about it's not like, oh, she having such a terrible. We were like having this. I don't even know what to call it, but like fling sounds like a terrible word to use, but. Like we were knowing each other for like a month and a half, two months. It wasn't like this was a short amount of time. So that's a, you have to be a different breed to say, I'm going to get to know this person in depth for two months. Now I'm out. Like it's, so that's why, that's what that concept of ghosting is. And so now you know about it. I don't think there's a situation in my life where that applies. Is there? Is there a way? Well, you can't, can you imagine they, a scenario where I would use that term or use that option? I guess. Do you use that in friendships? You're or? around. Well, I think. See, ghosting a friend is that's pretty messed up. Uh, but I mean, no, because you're married. But you're friends with two young dudes to date. So I'm just wondering okay. if you you know. I know you say all the time you're not that much older than us, but if you don't yeah. know what these common you, you, phrases. Uh, ghosting, by the way, is only about the 14th thing you've said in this podcast that I wasn't sure what it meant. It, exactly. And that's why we have Ask an Old Person. Russ, do you want to hear the things that we didn't get to today because we were having so much fun? Yeah, let's talk about what missed the cut. Aaron Gordon, who we made fun of Again? last week. Aaron Gordon, who we made fun of last week, has been absolutely killing it for the Denver Nuggets. Oh, good for Aaron Gordon. He's gotten his revenge on us. Uh, he's a uh, he's our longtime rival, even though we're the only ones that know that. Mr. 50. Uh, Loyola replaced Porter Moser with Drew Valentine as their new coach. He is the brother of Denzel Valentine from the Bulls. Interesting. The Red Sox are debuting yellow jerseys. Did you see this on Twitter? Do you like these? I did. Um, I'm with it because I think sometimes people overreact to change. And it's not going to be the jersey that they wear all the time. Just relax, folks. I 
like when Nike messes with the basketball jerseys. So I'm going to like when they do it with the baseball jerseys. I, I like it even when it's ugly. At least they're taking a swing. There's 82 games in basketball. There's 162 games in baseball. You can mix up the jerseys a little bit, take a chance. What I hate is when they do, when Nike does the alternate jerseys or city pride jerseys or whatever they are, and they'll do it for the Celtics, for example, and it looks barely different than their normal jersey. That's a total waste of time. At least do something interesting like they did with the Red Sox. Right. I'm with that. Uh, Major League Baseball moves the all-star game from Atlanta to Denver. And I think this is another good time to do Tony reading. Tony, why don't you read what Donald Trump had to say about this? Donald Trump on baseball. I'm just not very interested in baseball. For the last number of years, you know, you look, it's, you want to find a game, it's on. It's on every channel. And yet, you can't find anything. (laughs) This is the weirdest thing. Used to be a nice, easy thing to follow. And you know what I mean by that? It was on one network and it was nice and good and beautiful. Today, you don't even know what the hell you're watching. So I would say boycott baseball. Why not? <laughs> oh, what a finish. Way to stick the landing. Good reading, Tony. I like I, I like Tony reading these things rather than us getting the audio of them. Russ. He got a lot better as the show went on. I will say that. <laughs> like as as the reading improved, the editing uh, and the production skills win the tank. So yeah, I, yes, I, I think you nailed that. And I think the reason why is because Tony is enjoying Tony being more a part of the show. Yeah. Cause in the beginning for everybody out there, Tony was like, I don't want to be involved. It's y'all show. And you yeah. And so he said, he got, don't, don't throw to me. He said, he got, he got the big head after he saw everybody right. telling him he does such a great job on the pod. And now it's like, you know what? I might have to open the mic up a little bit more. I think because of our, I was going to say shoestring budget, but I would say uh, maybe financial savvy and prudence, Russ, I think instead of paying to get some of these audio clips, we should just continue to have Tony do read the transcripts of them. <laughs> I'm down for that. I kind of okay. liked it. And lastly, Russ, a story we didn't get to a zoo in China was caught trying to pass off a golden retriever as a lion. A lot of good stuff we didn't get in there. Yeah, all those things. Uh, I'm glad we they just missed the cut. A lot of good stuff did make the cut, though, uh, despite whatever Tony wants to call what he did today. Um, Greatness. Tony, sure. that's in, one in word all, for in it. all honesty, what would you rank of the five now five podcasts we've done? Where was your performance today? We're going to rank where today was. Would uh, will people be excited about this episode and have laughed and enjoyed themselves? Yes, I think they will, but not because that was a of great you. way that there's a great way to not answer my question, Tony. I, I think every week he walks away from this like I killed it. Well, yeah, but because of course, apparently, according to him, everybody loves the Tony <laughs> person says that, uh, a person that had the performance that Tony, like Tony, you know, that the meme of that, uh, uh, former bull Tony Snell that goes around where it's like 26 minutes played 0.0 rebounds. <laughs> that was you today. So I I'm expecting, I'm expecting greatness from you next week, sir. Hey man, we have to, we have uh, Tony, please. We have to salvage this at the end, man. I'm proud of you. I'm happy for you. Okay. I'm, I'm joking about you, Tony. 
because I care about you. And I, I know that you put 110% effort into this podcast, even on days where it looks like you put 0% effort into this yeah. podcast. Today and felt like about 65%. But thank you for listening. We're glad that people love the Tony. Uh, we're glad that people love the show. It's been really cool to see the reaction, to see great numbers for us. Like uh, we, We'd love that you guys listen and enjoy this and tell your friends about it. Subscribe. Give us a rating, uh, preferably five stars. That's the one we like, right, Russ? Unless you're Marcus Couch. We know what rating he's going to give us. Maybe he'll like it. He'll probably like this episode. And uh, don't forget about our friends over at Obvious Shirts. You can use promo code ADJACENT10 to get 10% off. It's They've got a lot of stuff on there, but it's definitely baseball season, T-shirt season. I imagine they're selling a ton of baseball shirts right now. Go for that. Anything else, Russ? No, that's it. Support Joe. Good people over there, obvious shirts. Uh, he supports this podcast. Be good to others. I'm Russ Dorsey. That's Jason Leisure. Tony Gill, who's going to come back better and better next week. Unless we ghost him. <laughs> that could be a thing, too. Thanks for listening to Sports Adjacent with Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey. Be sure to download, subscribe, and give the podcast five stars. You can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms. I'm very much adjacent. For a couple hours, I thought I was hood. But then all that happened, I was like, you know what, James? You adjacent to the motherfucker.